Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru and I am currently ministering at Sinai as well as Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in the conference uh, uh, of uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. I am delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, wherever you are listening from. Thank you for tuning in. Our theme for this week has been understanding end time Bible prophecies. However, for today, our topic will be who is the beast in Bible prophecy? Scripture speaks about beasts and there are a lot of imageries and signs and other, uh, uh, what we could call, I guess, <laughs> scary imageries there in the book of Revelation. And one of those, uh, imageries that we find from the, from the book of Revelation is the, it's an imagery of a beast. And we want to understand who that beast is and who that beast truly represents. And so here in the studio, I'm once again delighted to be able to uh, uh, run this program with a wonderful co-host, uh, Helen Gray, and she's been faithful in leading out these Bible studies and answering a number of questions. Truly, we are ever, ever grateful. Helen, you are ministering uh, here in South Australia. Uh, can you introduce yourself and the work that you do to those who might be listening for the first time. Okay, happy to do that. Um, my name, yes, is Helen Gray, and I work with the Birdwood Seventh-day Adventist Church as a pastoral care worker. And um, yeah, it's cold up there in the hills. <laughs> it would be. They're all warm-hearted people, and it's Amen. a delight to be with them. Yes, um, I'm also involved here with you on the radio, as well as working with Faith FM on the Sabbath School. That's right. Um, for each Sabbath. Yes. And uh, yeah, kind of keeps us out of mischief, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does. Now, when you say on the Sabbath, are you referring to a particular day in the week? For those who yes. may not know what a Sabbath is. Yes, okay. okay. Um, on a Saturday, we observe um, the what we consider and we believe is to be the Bible Sabbath, True. which starts at sunset on Friday and goes to sunset on Saturday. Wonderful. And um, on Sabbath morning, although I'm not going live stream with that, we do a recording That's right. through the week. Yeah. In fact, it's Thursday morning. We do the recording through on the Thursday that is played on Sabbath morning. It's it's what we call a Sabbath school lesson mm. and people, it's a Bible study and people can uh, tune in. Yes. And um, I know some of our church folk uh, that have listened to it quite a bit as well as some people that are, you know, on Faith FM and they seem to enjoy it. That's right. And uh, yeah, this, this lesson today was, or the study today I should say, was all about coming to Jesus in rest. You oh, know, wonderful. Come to me. Yeah. And if one wanted to listen to these uh, recordings, where would they go? There is an app that you can put onto your phone, okay. Faith FM. Yes. And uh, it's a free app. Yes. And uh, if you if you do log into that, say for tonight this is your first time and you will hear us sharing some things out of the book of Revelation which mm. perhaps you've never known or it's a bit of a surprise and you think, oh, this can't be right, mm-hmm. go and check us up. Okay, okay number Wonderful. one, you can go back and listen to the what we've been presenting all week 
building up through the week yes. uh, on the topic that we're discussing. And um, you might say, well, I'd like to have heard what the others aren't. So you can go back and listen to it. We're on drive time, uh, five to six, Monday to Friday. Mm. And we have different hosts okay. and co-hosts that work together on that. That's and right. likewise, if anybody has any questions mm-hmm. that um, you want to ask us or you want to just let us know where you're listening from, uh, please, please um, send a text message to us. And Fabiano, what's the number for that? Please? Yes, the number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. Okay, again. Zero four double eight double eight. Zero eight eleven. I just wanted to know if we could get it right twice. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you. Now, you. Once again, we would like to invite you, my friend, to um, journey with us. If you happen to be somewhere seated, it will be wise to actually grab a pen and a paper because we'll be sharing wonderful uh, uh, stuff from Scripture, but deep insight from scripture if you happen to be driving that's okay because you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and actually uh, uh, re-listen to this radio program just look uh, for uh, the drive time program titled big q and a and uh, just like helen shared you can actually get a mobile app and uh, whether it be on iOS or Android, whichever you use, you'll find an app, uh, Faith FM, and you'll be able to actually listen to Faith FM. And uh, let's say you happen to be somewhere out in the outback and you can't hear us uh, properly, you are losing signal, you can actually, so long as you've got that or so long as you've got connection on your phone, you can actually tune into Faith FM Live there as well. We've got wonderful materials, and Faith FM is a wonderful radio program, and I believe that... Uh, it will bring you closer to God. Let me quickly share some um, some significant world religious trends uh, as we look at at uh, uh, world trends through uh, Bible prophecy and uh, try to get an understanding of where things are heading. There is something that I found on a religious uh, uh, website titled Amazing Facts. This is an Adventist uh, uh, um, ministry that uh, shares wonderful biblical truths and uh, it is a website that I highly recommend. Uh, so Amazing Facts, this wonderful ministry has a news section and from there I found this wonderful article which I would like to share with you and the article is about a do not harm act that uh, it is being proposed in America uh, apparently to be discussed uh, in the Congress and so this do no harm act apparently if I could read a, a pericope here from uh, another uh, website which tries to clarify us further what this act is all about and this is coming from hrc.org uh, and it says here what is the do no harm act the do no harm act clarifies that religious freedom restoration act is intended to protect religious freedom and that is the rf rfra for those who are who are from the u.s who are familiar with this um so let me read this again so the do no harm act this is the newer uh, uh, um, uh, uh, legislature which is being discussed apparently. So this Do No Harm Act clarifies that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act is intended to protect religious freedom without allowing the, inf- uh, the infliction of harm on other people. It would amend 
the RFRA in order to restore the uh, original intent of, re- of the legislation by specifically exempting areas of law where the RFRA has been used to bypass federal uh, protections. These include well-settled areas of law designed to protect our most vulnerable populations, including child labor and abuse, equal employment and non-discrimination, health care, federal contracts and grants, and government services. The Do No Harm Act, therefore, ensures that religious freedom is used as a shield to protect the constitutional right to free exercise of religion and not a sword to discriminate. Interesting. Now, here from the Amazing Facts News article, um, the author has actually gone in details and actually analyzed what the Do No Harm Act is all about. And this is actually what they found. They say, and I quote, in other words, if a Catholic doctor declined to carry out abortions, that will be challenged by the Do No Harm Act. Should a Muslim school want to amend, uh, sorry, to mandate, mandate rather, certain child, let me read again. Should a Muslim school want to mandate certain tenets of its faith for employees that could potentially be challenged as well. A Christian uh, baker, for example, refusing to provide uh, his services to a same-sex couple will likewise be in hot water. These examples are commonly brought up by um, opponents of the new bill. So, these trends might surprise some but students of Bible prophecy know that such measures and more to come uh, are going to lead the, 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 the world superpower, which we are going to discuss in today's uh, uh, radio program, to, 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 to enforce uh, certain, uh, uh, what should I call it? What should I say, Helen? I guess to put measures there to prohibit uh, um, Christians to worship in the way they believe they should. Uh, but this is a discussion to be unpacked in today's, uh, uh, today's lesson. But I would just like to maybe dialogue briefly with Helen about this Do No Harm Act because what I believe we are seeing around the world, even here in Australia, we, we, are, see, we are seeing this in Melbourne and, uh, and all across Australia, that there is somehow this ever-increasing uh, tension between the people of faith and uh, and the government, and uh, it seems that the people of faith are being squeezed in a corner, and uh, religious freedom and uh, religious uh, religion um, religious expression is somehow being challenged. And uh, for those who uh, follow this uh, 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 trend or what, what might be happening around the world, you probably have heard as well what happened in WA with this uh, 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 religious um, uh, group that wanted to uh, hold a venue and, 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 you know, for whatever else they wanted to do there, but the government somehow stepped in. I don't know all the details, but I know that some of the authorities stepped in and refused them a venue. For no other reason. So we are seeing, what I'm saying is that we are seeing uh, um, the people of faith being challenged like never before. Helen, would you agree? I would um, have to agree, although okay. there has been challenges in the past in history that right. we know of, right. especially through the Dark Ages. Definitely. So it's almost a repeat yes. in many ways if we if we think about it. The question I have is how you how do you differentiate um, the do no harm rule? 
Oh, right. You know, for example, you yes. mentioned abortion. Yes. And I'm going to bring that up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know what my views are on that. That's right. But, you know, are you looking at it from the point, are they looking at it wholly and solely from the point of view that a woman has a right to abort the child? Right. Do no harm because, you know, it's going to affect the yeah. emotional state mm. or maybe some health state of that person. Mm. My question is, do no harm. That's an, it's like an oxymoron in this place because yes. the harm comes to a child. That's right. Now, the That's mother right. has a right, according to a lot of people, to yes. make a choice. Mm-hmm. What about the child? Mm. You know, and when I look at it and I think as a Christian, yes. do no harm, it also says in Scripture, thou shalt not kill. That's right. And that's to right. me, that's the criteria. Exactly. And, and I, I know I, I've, I've tended to look at these from both sides. You mm. know, when people are, are doing things to another person and yes. they're accused um, of bringing harm to that person or their mental attitude. But what about the person? What about that doctor? Exactly. That has to make that decision. What about the harm that's being done to his conscience? That's right. The harm that's being done to his mentality. That's right. You know, that's to right. his emotions. That's I right. mean, there is harm, no matter which way you look at it, there's harm on all sides. It's almost like discrimination. Yes. And as I mm. think about it too, it really doesn't make sense because, um, uh, this bill, as you have heard, is targeting a, or trying to redefine a bill that was already there, legislature mm-hmm. that was already there, which was, and, and, and the previous one was there to, I guess, protect religious people and give them the freedom of, uh, of expressing themselves and, uh, which I believe we all, whether you be a person of faith or not, you, you should have the freedom to express yourself. Uh, and my first question too was, why do they want to redefine a legislature which I thought was uh, clear and fair. Uh, and two, coming back now to the point which you, you, you raised, I think there are, I think this whole uh, discussion uh, or the way in which world leaders and world governments are looking at this or approaching this, I think it's one-sided. Yes. And, and, and it seems like they're trying to do what is right, but there's another group which is being silenced indirectly because, because if you say do not harm, but, and then they invoke the, this, uh, this language of, um, uh, what was that word again? Um, uh, discrimination. Uh, I mean, along with that, there's been a lot of talks about this hate speech in America saying that, Hey, what I say could be deemed, and we have heard of, of, of this as well in, uh, in Melbourne, could be interpreted by the other, by the recipient mm. to be a hate speech, and therefore you may get in trouble with the authorities. <laughs> mm. I wonder where we are heading with this, because it mm. seems like now we will get to a point where you won't be allowed to speak your mind, really, I think. I, I or follow your yeah. conscience. That's right, that's right. And, so, and it's very strong. That's right. We are heading in a very interesting mm place i think and Mm -hmm. but uh, we're not surprised Uh, i believe scripture had foretold of the last days and how we will look like and how things will change not for good but for worse and and i think you know today's uh lesson will touch a bit on that but the overall presentation throughout this week i think has highlighted that i and in fact i would say that if you have missed previous presentations especially the ones that were covered this week I would urge you to actually go back and listen to them. Otherwise, you may not get the full context of, uh, of what is being shared today. But, um, but we do pray that 
you know, the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in this discussion. So maybe to that end, uh, Helen, let us open with a word of prayer. Ask that the Lord will help us understand today's topic because it is very deep. Uh, it's based on the book of Revelation. And uh, maybe you could give a, a snippet of a summary before we even take a break. Uh, so mm-hmm. let us uh, pray uh, with those who are listening. Let us pray together. Father in heaven. You are the great God I am. You are the creator of heaven and earth. And you created this planet in six literal days. And we are ever grateful for that because you have given us the Sabbath to rest and to uh, commemorate uh, 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 the, the, the creation story and to remember you and to spend quality time with you. And Father, we are so thankful that we have the truth of the of the Bible and teach us and instruct us and help us, Father, to uh, learn more and more. And today, as Helen leads in this uh, Bible discussion, we pray for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. We ask that you may give her words and clarity of mind and we pray that those who will be listening as well that they will be able to follow and we pray that you uh, our Lord that you would actually speak to their hearts uh, speak to all of our hearts because we all need to understand clearly what your word has to say and we desire not to hear from men but rather uh, but rather from you and please just use us therefore as verses as instruments in your hands and we are ever grateful for this wonderful opportunity this we pray in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Thank so, you so much. Mm. Yeah, no, you're welcome, Helen. I'm just thinking, why don't you give a summary uh, and then we'll be able to dig much deeper into this. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I guess one thing that I've got in front of me that I've got this heading saying, will you be the victim of a boycott? Because when I look through what's happening in this world and I look through what's going to come based on the Bible, it would appear that we could well be a victim of a boycott. And um, we really, we go around thinking, oh, what's going to happen to this world? And people are in fear. But, you know, if you take the time to study two books together, I love the whole Bible, but Daniel and Revelation particularly, it sets out an, an, an interesting panorama. In fact, all of the chapters of the book of Revelation are interesting. Some of them, nothing short of captivating, but there are at least three that I would recommend that are vital reading for every person in the world. That's Revelation 13, Revelation 14, and Revelation 16. It's a trio of visions that contain a brief history of both the old world and the new world and the prophecy of a development which, with America's aid, will bring economic boycott against those who choose not to go along with the majority opinion. Well, such a prediction which runs counter to everything America, for example, has ever stood for, seems outside the realm of possibility. But God, who knows all and sees all, and to whom past, present, and future are as one, has set it down through his prophet John. So who would dare to disbelieve? So looking at at it from another perspective, we see in Revelation, if we went to Revelation 11, it was the story of God's book. In chapter 12, the story of God's people. And in chapter 13, we breathlessly watch the story of God's opposition. And in something that reads like, you know, something that's come out of the underworld, we find the bare outlines of a plot which is nothing short of sinister. 
Only the evil scheming mind of Satan could and would devise such a plan. Mm. It makes solemn reading, I, I do admit. Not all of it is as clear as we might want it to be. But in fact, the final words of the chapter warn us to understand all this requires considerable insight. Mm. But by comparing scripture with scripture, which is what we're doing, we will gain a clear understanding of the basic history and prophecy God has set down for our benefit. And I believe that each one will find the outcome both startling and reassuring. So I just want to mention in this chapter, there are three main sections. We're looking at chapter 13 in Revelation today. And there are three main sections. And from our point in time, one is history and one, the second is half history and the third is half prophecy. Sorry. I've got that wrong. The second (laughs) one is half history and half prophecy, Mm. and the third, all prophecy. So let me just break that down a bit clearer. The opposition to God through the ages, you'll find in verses 1 to 9. The rise and future actions of America, you'll find in verses 10 to 14. And the final assault against God's remnant will be in verses 15 to 18. Mm. So we're going to have a look at um, some of the texts. I believe that we've, we've covered. Um, yes. Mark and David have covered some of this through the week That's right. and they talked about a first beast mm. and they saw a beast rising up out of the sea. That's right. Now, the sea, what does the sea mean? What does it mean? Well, in scripture, uh, we believe first and foremost that the Bible explains itself. Absolutely. Um, and uh, in scripture, we find that uh, the sea represents multitudes of people mm. uh, so that's quite interesting yes yeah, so if yeah. you link daniel 7 3 and revelation 13 1 you will find that mm. but we're not going into that i'm mentioning this because it has been mentioned previously this week that's right it was also mentioned eight specific clues to help yes. us identify who yes. the political power would be that's right. and there were four of the features that are identical to both powers mm. and mm. if you did look at it the first clue was it would rise from the sea and we've already explained what the sea is it would uh, in Revelation thirteen one to five and Daniel seven to seven twenty five. Yes. It would speak blasphemies against God. Mm. Uh, clue three: It would persecute God's people. Daniel mm-hmm. seven twenty five and Revelation thirteen seven. Mm-hmm. Clue four: It would rule for twelve sixty years. Mm. Again, we're still in Daniel seven twenty five and Revelation thirteen five. Yes. And if we look at clue five, it receives its power and authority from what it says is the dragon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can look again at Daniel and Revelation for that. It would be a global power. Yes. Definitely. And it loses its power and then regains it. It's a religious power that receives worship. Yes. Now, that was that. That was quite horrendous when you think of it. But when you go through all that, it's not very hard to to discover who that first beast is. And, of course, we are going mm. by mm. the Bible on this. That's right. But, That's right. But right now, we want to hit um, – let's look at – oh, let me see. Okay. Let's go to uh-huh. uh, Revelation 13. Verse 11. Because okay. I think I think that's where he picks it out oh, from, right. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're, you're spot on there. That's right. All okay. right. Okay. So what's verse eleven all about? So Revelation uh, thirteen verse eleven, and for those who are following actually for the first time, or you are. T- opening pages of scripture for the first time we are this is the second division of the bible towards the end of the bible this is the last book revelation chapter 13 
Let us look at verse 11. What does the word revelation mean? Uh, revelation means the revealing of something. But mm-hmm. interestingly, in this very first book, in this very first book, as she say, Revelation chapter 1, verse 1, he says the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so this book is revealing Christ to us and, 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 uh, and, uh, his secret to us. So we may, so we may understand, uh, from God's perspective, what is to come and learn more about Christ and actually prepare to meet him. And so Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. Notice we are picking up from uh, halfway through the chapter. So you might want to go through and listen to the previous uh, uh, presentation that we're given this week to get a full picture. But here it is, verse 11. Then I saw another beast rising out of the earth, and it had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and the question I guess we could ask is, what is the initial description of this second beast power? Maybe you can help us understand, uh, because you know we we we're hearing a beast, so <laughs> help us understand, Helen. Okay. Have you noticed that the first beast mm. came out of the sea? That's right. And you've already explained that that was like a highly populated area. Yes. The second beast comes out of the earth, mm. Mm. which is interesting. Yes. Which is actually signifying an un. Unpopulated. That's right. Area. That's Not right. Not quite so popular, which is which yeah, is interesting. Yeah. And coming out of the sea, it had two horns, mm-hmm. like a like a lamb, and spoke like a dragon. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm, that's right. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, what we are seeing here is almost like a contrast. You know, the water and the giant land. So highly populated area. Yes. And a place that is not as highly populated. And it would also yeah. rise after the first. Beast. After the first. So okay. if we identify what the first piece is, mm-hmm. we, we can then say, hey, what came after that? Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah, what so, was the first piece? So the first piece, as once again, I will highly recommend that people go back and re-listen to the previous presentation. But the first piece has been identified as none other than the papacy system. Uh, the papacy, the I mean, having the Pope as the head, so that is what we are referring to, the Pepsi system. Uh, not uh, necessarily the people in the Catholic Church, um, but the system. And so that has been identified as the first priest. And how we come to that understanding is by linking Daniel, the, uh, the prophecies of Daniel to the prophecies of Revelation and, you know, Daniel chapter two and chapter seven in particular. Then when we look at chapter seven, I mean, Revelation 13, we say, whoa, we've seen this. We can see a Clearly, everything just falls in place. Mm. Mm. The second beast is actually the final global ruler in Earth's history. Interesting. And this is a nation that will enforce the dreaded mark of the beast and play a key role in the last dramatic events on the planet. So let's keep that in mind as well. Definitely. But there are three major clues within this prophecy that enable us to identify this nation. Yes. And many Bible scholars today believe this power is the United States. Mm. But let's examine the evidence. Exactly. um, In fact, quite often I don't even mention when I study do this study with people, I don't yes. mention the United States. We just examine the evidence and then come to the end and say, well, who do you think this refers to? That's right. And that's right. most people come up with it from that anyway. Oh, praise God. Mm-hmm. Okay, just before we go into the clues, do yes. you want to play some music or will we, can we go straight in? We let us t- play some music and then okay. when, uh, and then after that we would actually go into a deeper study. Fantastic. Yeah, you're right. It's, okay. it's good that we take a break so that we, we, we maybe get a chance to get some water. And so my friend, once again, I would like you to stay tuned. We've got a wonderful study. I'm pretty sure you're curious right now as to 
what this is all about. But please stay tuned and we'll be right back. But um, before I go, I just want to let you know as well that... Um, I have this great book uh, called Amazing Prophecies of Daniel Revelation. This book is an absolute must uh, must have for anyone who's interested in prophecy. It will give you a great explanation of what would uh, what we are talking about today. Uh, and uh, you'll be able to actually find more details uh, in this book. Uh, if you're interested in prophecies, it is called Amazing Prophecies of Daniel Revelation. So, if you would like to get today's offer, all you need to do is text the code. Here's the code. S-A, that is capital S, capital A, and 10, the numbers 10. S-A-10 to 488 and the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So text the code and the word is say SA10. That's the letters SA as in South Australia and the number 10. So SA10. Text that to 0488880811 and we'll make sure that to we'll get that to you. So please do stay tuned and we'll be right back. We are praying for you that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 5 You're listening to Faith FM Here is a story from the good book we know A story about a miracle that happened long ago We hope that you'll take courage when temptation you meet There's somebody watching you who's strong when you're weak They wouldn't bear They held on to the will of God so we're told They wouldn't bow They would not bow their knees to the idol made of gold They wouldn't burn They were protected by the fourth man in the fire They wouldn't bend They wouldn't bow They wouldn't burn Now the prophet Daniel tells about three men who walked with God Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Before the wicked king they stood And the king commanded them Bow and throne in the fiery furnace that day But the fire was so hot That the men were slain Who forced them on their way Now when the three were cast in And the king rose up To witness this awful fate He began to tremble at what he saw And in astonished tones he spake Did we not cast three men Bound into the midst that fire? Well, oh, I see four men unhurt, unbound, and walking down there. There's Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and the fiery coals they trod. And the form of the fourth man that I see is like the Son of God. They held on to the will of God, so we are told. They would not bow their knees to the idol made of gold. They were protected by the fourth man in the fire. They wouldn't bend, they wouldn't bow, they wouldn't burn. They wouldn't bend. Amazing. Wow, what a yeah, what a quartet. I believe that was that was a quartet and they've got beautiful voices. 
And uh, I could imagine myself singing there and singing tenor. <laughs> and so welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. And our regular co-host today is Helen Gray. Helen is a regular uh, 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 co-host on this radio program. I just say that. I don't know. And uh, she's a wonderful, dedicated student of the Bible. And we have studied the Bible together for many, many uh, months now uh, on this uh, radio program. Our theme for this week has been understanding end-time Bible prophecies. However, today we are answering this question, who is the beast uh, in Bible prophecy? So, Helen, let's quickly jump into that because I know that your time is very short. Uh, so, we are looking at, uh, we had just looked at Revelation chapter 13, verse 11, and you were speaking about clues uh, mm-hmm. uh, to this second beast that rises out of the dry land. Yes. So, maybe you can help us understand that. Okay. Well, hmm. first of all, the, it would, uh, the clues we've already given, it would arise after the first beast. Wonderful. As the first beast was um, going down in power, this one rose up. Yes. Um, the clue number two, we said it comes from an unpopulated area, yes. which is a little different to the first beast, yes. who came from the sea, which yes. was a very populated area. That's right. And um, Bible shows us that when it comes from the earth, it's more the unpopulated. That's right. And uh, clue number three, which we're on to now, is that nation had two horns like a lamb. A mm. horn is a symbol of power. Wonderful. Kings or governments, and okay. Daniel seven twenty four shows us that. Okay. In fact, do you want to quickly read Daniel seven twenty four? Yes, da- Daniel seven twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in the Old Testament. Um, Daniel chapter seven verse twenty four. Pardon me. Uh, verse 24, it says here, As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings shall arise, and uh, another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones, and shall put down three kings. So the, t- the, the horns there are, are um, a symbol of kings. Yeah, and mm. power. That's, That's right. right. Okay, the United States government was established on two key principles. All right. Civil liberty and religious liberty. Okay. And those who first arrived on the continent were looking for a country without a king yes. and a church without a pope, democracy and religious freedom. And this nation would be like a lamb. It would be young, innocent, peace-loving, and Christian. Mm. And Jesus is described as the Lamb of God in John. That's in right. the book of Revelation, the symbol of the Lamb is used 28 times to represent Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how the United States started out. It was a new, peace-loving Christian nation that supported religious and civil liberties. However, if you notice in that prophecy, it mm. also predicts the power would speak like a dragon. That's right. Which is, yeah, there's a change. It would talk tough. Yeah, that's right. It would talk tough. Okay. And the dragon is a symbol of Satan. Mm -hmm. And what a tragedy that this Christian nation will ultimately take on the global role where power and control will become more important than Mm. peace and liberty. And I think we're starting to see that. That's right. That's right. Only one global power fits the clues that we've talked about so far, and that's the United States. Mm. The United States was rising to power in 1798, just as the Vatican was receiving what was prophesied its deadly wound yes. from an unpopular area of the planet. Mm. It began as a free, freedom-loving Christian nation, but yes. it's already ta- talking like a lion, or like a dragon, I should say. <laughs> That's right. Talking like a dragon. That's you know, right. This fascinated me. The first time I started studying Daniel and Revelation, I tell you, um, it just 
Fabiano, it just blew my mind. Yeah, no, it, when, when we started yeah. with the big image and how God foretold all these nations that That's were going right. to come, and history has proven yes. the Bible to be true. That's right. It's That's just right. amazing. And of course, you watch, you go through the Daniel 2 and Daniel 7 and Daniel 8, mm. flip over to Revelation, and here we are again. And um, it's pretty important that God would put that into his word not yes. just once but that's you know right. and he enlarges on it yes yes no that's a, that's that's inter- interesting and before i ask the next question too it's it's quite interesting that the bible says in revelation 13:10 that that uh, the the first beast will be going into captivity and then immediately after that revelation 11 Shows the the other beast coming yes. up, and uh, obviously for those who are interested in history, they could look at what happened in, in 1798, 1776, uh, and so forth. But that's fascinating. Yes. Um. So if it is true that the United States is the final superpower, what should our attitude be towards this nation and their people? Okay. Just before I answer that, yes. I'd like to enlarge a little bit on what you said about okay. 1798. Yes. That happened when the Pope was taken captive. Okay. And the papacy was stripped of its power. Oh, interesting. And that's mm-hmm. when the new power would begin to emerge around the same time. That's right. As that previous power would experience its downfall. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay, in regards to your question, mm-hmm. which was what should be our attitude. <laughs> our attitude, that's right, towards the people of, of, of America. Yes, I was showing my memory loss then. No, Thank that's you. all right. Okay, the United States is a nation that has been blessed by God, and we can see that as we look through history. That's right. It's prospered in so many ways and become a pioneer in providing freedom and genuine care for people around the world. Mm. And how shocking to think that God predicted that many of the lamb-like values of this great, great nation would be lost. Mm. Despite the future outlook, though, it's no time for us to show an anti-American attitude. That's right. It's no time for us to show, by the way, an anti-Catholic attitude no, either. definitely not. There is never an excuse for hatred mm-hmm. or terrorism. Mm-hmm. And broadly speaking, the American people and the ones I found fit into this bill. They're mm. kind, they're honest and compassionate. Mm. God's purpose in sharing with us glimpses of the future is preparation, not retaliation, That's Fabiano. Right. That's right. You know, God wants us to have a living relationship with Him. That's right. A friendship that enables us to withstand any physical, spiritual or emotional challenges. That's right. So what will the United States achieve and implement as it gains greater power as we look into the future now? Okay, mm. if we look at, at uh, Revelation 13 again, Yes. And let's go to the next verse, verse 12. All Do you right. want to read that? Yeah, I can read that. Revelation 13, verse 12. The Bible says, It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its, in its presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose mortal wound was healed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And, and very saddening at the same time. Yeah. That kind of... That verse makes you sit up and think, yeah. whoa, just hang on a minute. What's happening here? Exactly. You know, you'll see there's, there's global dominance. Yes. Can we see that? Oh, well, we are seeing that because uh, as, as most people will, will be familiar with this uh, saying, if America sneezes, the whole world catches <laughs> a cold. So <laughs> yes, we are seeing well that known. today because yes. here's the thing, through the media, uh, through the technology, uh, even though some people are saying that China is challenging that, but still... Everything, if, wherever you go in the world, there is this imitation of whatever is happening in America from the young to the old. Mm. 
Mm. The, really, America is leading. It is the superpower. That's mm. exactly right. Mm. The United States, um, we're told, you've just read it, will exercise all the authority of the first beast. Yes. That means that it will become a global superpower. Yes. And that nation will have the ability to enforce religion and determine who can buy or sell. Yeah. Which, when we look into Revelation yeah, 13, yeah. verse 12 and 17, we'll find that's exactly what will happen. Mm. You know, I've I've got a quote here I want to share with you, if I may. Okay. Um, and it's taken at the turn of the 21st century. The New York Times stated, The fact is no country has been as dominant culturally, economically, technologically, and militarily in the history of the world since the Roman Empire. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is quite interesting. And that was by Charles Kruthammer commenting on the superpower status of the United States. Wow. And it is amazing how such a young nation has actually achieved that global dominance in such a short amount of time. That's right. But there's also this mixture there, Fabiano, a mixture of religion and politics. Mm. You know, church? And state. State. That's right. Interesting. We've heard of that before. Yeah, Mm. and the Bible actually predicts that the United States will form an alliance with the papacy. Right. It'll mix, mix the church with state as it causes the earth and and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first beast was the papacy. The papacy, that's right. It was a mixture of church and state. The United yes. States will encourage its people to make an image to the beast. That's right. And here we find a return to a church state government, mm. a mirror image of the papacy, if you like, that's during right. the Middle Ages. You know, um, the first president of the United States made a comment. He said, every man conducting himself as a good citizen and being accountable to God alone for his religious opinions ought to be protected in worshipping the deity according to the dictates of his own conscience. That was George Washington. Mm, Interesting. You know, the war on terror has actually changed our world when you look at it. Just like the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's interesting because that's gone global too. That's right. You know, government, <laughs> we won't get into all that. <laughs> Government laws uh, are now impacting on religious practices and mm-hmm. teaching. And you showed that by what you shared with us about the World mm, Watch. Mm, the mm. boundaries between church and state have been blurred. World governments are looking to the religions of the world to join them in stamping out fundamentalism. Mm, mm, and mm. I have heard that on a couple of broadcasts by different different places. The Bible predicts that the last world government will be a combined force of church and state. Wow. This is quite interesting. I can imagine people listening to this, especially if you're listening to this for the first time, you might be wondering what is going to be the trigger? What is that final key issue, you know, that, that key issue rather, that will divide the world? What does the Bible say actually on that? Well, I think if we were to look at um, what we've just read, mm. Revelation thirteen twelve yes. is what you you've just read. Is That's that right. right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. and it says in there and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship. Ah, the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Wow. So we we can see right away mm. it doesn't take much to work out the final no, global not. issue will revolve around worship. Wow. And the world will be divided. Many people will obey the state religion, mm-hmm. worshipping the beast and receiving its mark. And that we find in verse 16, I believe. All right. Yeah. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead. 
Well, that's an interesting statement, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's quite okay, interesting. Okay, yeah. And let me just add that, that that doesn't mean you're going to have a, a physical mark mm. that people will see. Mm. It will be invisible, but God will see it, and so will Satan. Mm-hmm. And when it refers to your right hand or on their forehead, the right hand is what we work Work with that's right. That's or receive right. money, <laughs> and on their foreheads, yes. where you think, yes. So you've got both there. If I could plug in, I guess a little bit of a of an ad here. Tomorrow, do not miss the radio program. Same time, um, uh, the, the 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 presenters of tomorrow will actually dig deeper into what is the mark of the beast. So here is a you know That's a little bit of, of a promo here. Good mm-hmm. on you. But those who remain true to God will worship the Creator. Right. Amen. And and we we reminded of that in verse four chapter fourteen, verse seven. It'll probably come up again tomorrow night. It yes. says saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. That's amazing. Yeah. So there's a call for worship. Yeah. And, and isn't it interesting that ever since the beginning, the, the, the issue, the warfare has always been, or the great controversy, should we say, has always been over worship. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's also about obeying all of God's commandments. Mm. So, so how will the devil then deceive people into believing a false religion? Obviously, today people say, hey, I won't fall for that. And uh, maybe there might be other people who say, oh, well, I'm not even religious. I, uh, you know, how will people, or how will the devil, should I say, deceive people into believing a false religion? Well, I'm reading in Revelation 13, and it's 13 and 14, and it says he performs great signs so that right. even, he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Mm. And he deceived those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. And... Um, you know, you read that, mm-hmm. and the first thing you go and you say, "Well, how are we going to know the difference?" Mm. You know, that, that's because, that's very important. Yeah, it says he deceives those who dwell on the earth. Okay, so some kind of deception happening. Yes. All right. So a counterfeit religious revival will sweep the world, Fabiana. Religious okay. healings and miracles right. will be so persuasive that they will unite the nations of the world. Interesting. And to many people, these miraculous signs will be evidence that the false teachings and religion of the world is a true religion of the Bible. Mm. But do not be deceived. Yeah. Do not be deceived. Amen. And just before we go to a break, in what ways will the United States ultimately enforce this control? Because I think that's, uh, or maybe would you like to take a break and then maybe we could take, uh, answer that, that very important question. Uh, we got time for a break? Well, we, we, we could <laughs> okay. skip the break. We could keep on going. It's up to you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, um, um, yeah, let, let's take a, just a short break and, and we'll be right back because I want us to actually delve, delve, dig much deeper into that. Uh, and I think, uh, uh, yeah. This is going to be very steep for some people. So mm-hmm. we'll be right back. Thank you so much. Once again, I have this great book or great magazine called Amazing Prophecies of Daniel and Revelation. Which is excellent, by the it, way. It's amazing. Yes. And I highly recommend it. It's a Thank must you. have for anyone. If you're interested in prophecy, this you must have. And uh, I would like to say that if you would like to get today's offer, you need to, all you need to do is text in this code, SA10. That is SA, like South Australia, SA. 
10. And I can see that some people have already done, done that. That's wonderful. Uh, when you do that, Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. And the number to send that code, SA10 is 488 11. Thank you so much, and we'll be right back. As the world becomes entwined in the lies from Satan's mind, a leader will arise to take the reins. Satan love will bring us peace if you put your hope in me. Renounce the name of Jesus or be slain. Which way will you choose? Which way will you choose? You got everything to gain. You got everything to lose. Take his mark, leave a lie to chill their hearts. They'll know the time has come, the seal of faith. Those who cling to the cross will refuse and pay the cost. As God redeems his own from the sea of hate. Which way will you choose? Which way will you choose? You got everything to gain, you got everything to Again, you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. And here in the studio, we have Helen Gray, our regular co-host and a wonderful dedicated student of the Bible. Uh, and uh, the theme for this week has been understanding end times Bible prophecies. And our topic for today will be or has been who is the beast in Bible prophecy. And so, Helen, picking up now from where we left off, the question that I had, I had, I had just asked was, in what ways will the United States ultimately enforce its control? Okay. Well, I'd like to mention a couple of things, if I may. Yes. Uh, number one, power over the world economy. Mm. Revelation thirteen seventeen. Could you lead that for us, please? Yeah, that no one may buy or sell, isn't it? Yes. 
That's right. Except one has the mark of the of name the of the beast or the number of his name. Mm. So it's going to get to the stage that depending on who you are worshipping yes. will depend whether you can even buy or sell. Wow. And, you know, we can actually see that amazing advantages in technology have enabled the world governments to move towards personal identity cards mm. and a cashless economy. Mm. Big Brother has yeah, arrived. That's right. You know, everything is set up, ready for this final scenario when the government will determine who will buy and sell. Mm. And you might say, that'll never happen. Well, mm. I'm sorry, mark my words, the Bible is true. Mm. Another one, they would enforce torture and death. Mm. And that's in Revelation thirteen fifteen. Okay, it says, it ha- uh, and it was allowed to give birth to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image to be, uh, sorry, the image of the beast to be slain in other translation to be killed okay and it's mm. interesting that the united states has traditionally been known for its fairness mm. and its love of freedom but mm. in recent years there's been some shocking revelations of torture and death by united states military and government mm. amnesty international for example has documented horrific methods of torture um at different places mm-hmm. and you know some of the prisons around the world we won't go into all of that because we haven't got the time but in the last days those who do not worship and obey the church state government will be killed for their true faith and love for jesus right and then of course they will also impose a mark of the beast how Mm, will they do that exactly revelation 13 16 well the bible says that oh have just happened here. All right, Revelation 13, verse 16. The Bible says, um, but the earth came... Sorry, no, that is not 16. There you go. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead. Okay, so to receive the mark. Mm. Revelation 13, Fabiano concludes with both superpowers, the United States and the papacy, reaching a climax of power simultaneously. And it will result in the implementation of the mark of the beast. Mm. The Bible says if you receive the mark of the beast, you'll be safe from the government. Yes. But unsafe with God. Mm. But if you refuse the mark of the beast, you will be safe with God, but unsafe with the government. That's right. No. Okay. In <laughs> such a difficult time as this, it is important to obey God rather than, rather than men. Mm. So here's a personal question, and I know some people might be asking this. What can I do to make sure that I avoid joining those who disobey God? All right, Jesus has said the words in John 15, Mm. verse 5. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Yes. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Amen. The only way, my friend, is to stay true to God is to abide in Jesus. Amen. It means having a living relationship with him. It Mm. involves praying from your heart and daily Bible study Mm. to discover more about God and his will for your life. That's right. And abiding in Jesus results in us keeping his commandments. Moments. Hmm. So what promise is made then to those who are persecuted for the sake of Christ and his righteousness? Because it sounds like this is going to be a very, very difficult time. Is there some comforting promises that uh, that you can share uh, with us, Helen? Mm, Matthew 5.10 comes mm. to my mind. Right. And it says, it starts off with, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Yes. For theirs is the kingdom of 
Amen. You know, we need three points to remember. I yes. know we're cutting off now, but the first piece of Revelation 13 is the same power mm-hmm. as the Antichrist little horn of Daniel 7, the papacy. Right. The second beast of Revelation 13 is the final superpower in history, the United States, mm-hmm. and the key issue that will divide the world will be worship linked to obedience. Amen. But don't worry about the future. God's got it in control. Amen. He's got the whole world <laughs> in his hands. Oh, I thought you were going to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> Dear friend, thank you once again for tuning in to Faith FM. It's been truly a blessing to study with Helen. Look, um, there are wonderful things, many other things we could share, but um, uh, I, I look forward to actually having you tune in once again tomorrow where we answer the question uh, uh, about the mark of the beast. Uh, this will be led by uh, our, uh, our, our co-laborers, our friends tomorrow on this radio program. But until then, please remember, Christ said, I am leaving you with this gift peace of mind and heart and the peace i give isn't like the peace the world gives so don't be troubled or afraid that is john 14 verse 27 may god richly bless you and let me pray briefly for you as well father in heaven Give us that peace. Give us that assurance. Draw us closer to Jesus. And Father, we pray that if there's anyone who's doubting, anyone who's asking questions, that you may meet them at their greatest point of need. For the Bible says uh, in Romans 8, 1, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, my friend, we are thankful that you could tune in. And until then, good night and God bless you. Oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see There's a light for a look at the Savior And life more abundant and free Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face Wonderful